church, good day to you. It is June 22nd, 2020. In this moment, this very moment in human history is itself its own unique moment, but it's also the culmination of moments before, the colliding and intersections of things happening past and even present. And now this moment now is built upon the moment just before. I think you are getting what I'm getting at. And so the question that arised in my heart, the the question that's moved to the fore of my mind is, what do we do? What, What do we do in this very moment when so much of, of how we've done things in the past and now we're going to do things in the future and what we've, like, it's just this interesting impulse. And I wonder if, if you all feel the same. This inclination toward doing. You see, in this little world that we find ourselves in, this uh, evangelical niche, if you will, (laughs) where we are trying to uh, push forward the beauty of Jesus through the Word of God because He is the uh, Word of God who put on flesh and came among us. And yet we're also trying to say that there is a great faith that comes when the Spirit of Christ comes and visits us. It's like this collision of spirit and truth, of word and faith. And that question lingers in the backdrop for me, especially as we've been well into the season. It's like a whole mashup comes forward. And and the thing that I'm feeling, and maybe you feel it as you're listening, you're just like, this is a lot of different strains of thought that seem like they're coming together. This week feels like a junk drawer. So often in these little daily podcasts, there's been a thematic overlay that then informs how each day we're going to come and center our hearts on the person and work of Jesus. And that will be true. That theme will remain true for this week. And yet there's less of a thematic, a succinct overlay that binds one movement of each day into the next as far as this podcast is concerned, and it's more of a junk drawer. And this this happened for me this week when we recorded the teaching for this forthcoming Sunday. <laughs> and it was a moment of when the scriptures flip us upside down, what falls out? The story I'm, I'm specifically talking about is this story of Herod, this almost flashback moment where he remembers his feelings toward John the baptizer. And it's this interesting moment where Mark shifts away ever so slightly from seeing Jesus to help us answer who Jesus is by looking at the world that Jesus lives in through Herod's lens. Like he sees the righteousness and the holiness of John the Baptist and it it brings fear to him. And yet that fear doesn't cut through the fear of man because it's the fear of man, his oaths and the people present with him that eventually lead to John the Baptist's beheading. And that story, it just flipped something in me. And what I realized that came out was a whole mess of stuff that's been piling up these past few months. Have you felt that? 
have you felt like COVID came and, and it just stopped everything in its tracks? And in the midst of a crisis, another one came out. It was like we were covered with paper cuts and then someone got a lime out juiced it and started spraying us and we just felt like our whole body was aching but we couldn't really tell where from yeah that that thing that moment that is not just a moment it's a collection of moments and they're not clear they're not concise they're messy and so I want us to just Take now this moment and give it back. See, there is, there is a power in naming just the discomfort of all of this. But that power in naming it, that's, that's the beginning. It's not the ending. The, the naming of it is how we enter into lament. It's how we grieve. But it's a step in the process, not the completion of the process. That, that would be cheap. That, that would be cheapening the, the gift that grief is. It would be cheapening the reconciliation that we need racially in our churches and in our cities and in our country and in our world. But we take one little step at a time. And so in this next moment, I just want to share a story from you, a story that we often turn to because it's a story about busyness and rest, busyness and presence. But I want, to, I want us to see that story as a place where we might see ourselves. And the story I'm talking about is the story of Mary and Martha. Mary is a figure aside from Jesus who in the New Testament has probably captured my imagination the most. It's Mary of Bethany. She sits at Jesus' feet, seemingly doing nothing, while Martha, her sister, is consumed with the practical things, the things that will add value to the experience, supposedly. This story gives us a picture of the space Jesus makes for us, that amidst all of the noise, all of the busyness, all of the preparation, even all the disruption, he has space for us. And so over these next few moments, I just want to invite you, invite you to imagine what it, what it must have been like to be Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, to hear his teaching. And so if you will, allow yourself, male, female, however you identify, like allow yourself to see yourself into her story. I'll try the best I can to paint this picture. The day is is full, you, you hear, you've, you've seen a disciple of Jesus in uh, the public square and he's crying out saying that Jesus of Nazareth is coming and so you've prepared yourself, but, but you know that your duties are, are other than, than what your heart's longing are. You know that you have obligations to attend to, but then by some miracle, Jesus has just stepped through your door 
He's in your home. And it's, it's like a moth to a flame. It's, there's something magnetic and, and dynamic and winsome and comforting. And Jesus, like he often does, begins to speak. He speaks with the language of the prophets and you're straining to hear him. And, and, and yet, like at this point, you just, you give way to the obligation and you make your way and you sit and you're strangely sitting because it's not okay. It's your home, but it's not your place. And yet Jesus doesn't stop. He receives you. And in receiving you, he confronts all of everyone else's duties, everyone's obligations. The whole system in that moment is flipped on its head and everyone's junk drawer is emptied. But yours is ordered. It's clear. That is what Jesus affords us. This is where Jesus invites us. And so perhaps over these next few moments, we'll just play this track where you can just breathe in God's grace and exhale your duty. You can breathe in delight and exhale the obligation. You can enter into the presence of Jesus. And so as we go through this week, be willing just to deal with all of the stuff that's there by naming it. Just start there. And as you sit at Jesus' feet, all of our rabbis, bring those things to him. He's willing to receive each and every one of us. Grace and peace be with you.